Welcome to the Monday Night Men's Forum. I am Matt Rozier of A Farm Hop Life, and with me tonight is Christopher Dividal of Secure Farm and Secure Coop. He's working on it right now, so I'm just going to talk to myself. <laughs> tonight, tonight we're making uh, we're t- we're talking about making money. Uh, what you've done to make money, and what you're currently doing to make money outside of like. Unless it was like a weird job that actually was like, you know, produced like a W-2. But like, um, other than that, I'm more interested in the weird stuff. Uh, and so I'm going to, it works better on YouTube, but I will be checking Twitter for those, um, for those watching and listening. What weird jobs have you done for money? And don't get weird, okay? <laughs> uh, but but later, we'll get to that in a second. First, um, Chris, personal uh, personal event. Yeah, today I took the kids to the beach, and I did a very touristy thing, and I got a, a nasty sunburn. <laughs> you are looking so, a little pink. <laughs> yeah. Do you tan or do you get pink? No, I get pink, man. <laughs> That's funny. Let me get a little light on me too. So let's see. Be less pink. Yeah, a little bit, little healthier looking. There we go. <laughs> healthier looking. <laughs> yeah. I just need uh, a, I need a uh, TikTok or Snapchat filter just for my, <laughs> my face. I can look like a cat and sexy. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, ever since starting carnivore diet, I noticed that like, oh, oh, man, I go outside and I can work for hours outside and not get burned, sunburned. I'm like, wow, well, this is great. So I go to the beach thinking I'm not going to get sunburned. <laughs> and then like an hour, man, my neck is starting to hurt. Oh, shoot. So I rub oh, a little shoot. bit on the neck and that wasn't enough, man. <laughs> it's like, funny. I'm a crisp right now. So the carnivore diet let me down, but that's all right. You know, just need to be careful next time. I think you're, are you just like fair skinned? Is that just kind of, Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can only, it can only take you so far, right? Right. Um, right. And, and I've not been to the beach since I started doing that, you know, just mm. like around the yard and stuff. So when you're at the beach, you get the, the, the sun coming down, but also the water, the sun coming up the combination just just cooks you especially if you're not uh, really used to it so yeah um i'm i'm in pain i, I actually turned on the air conditioner right now because i got that because uh, I, I never run the air conditioner in this thing i like i'm gonna turn sure. this stupid air conditioner on yeah so i'm like man. i don't mean to laugh at you it's just the way just the way you said it was funny like i'm in pain yeah like, i am just so I'm, casual I'm it's like pain. when someone talks about crippling depression they're just like <laughs> i'm a, I'm, I'm sad <laughs> every I'm time right. i move it's like Ugh, i can feel it here i can feel it here and we rub we slathered on the aloe you know but it's still gonna be uh, I'm gonna have I'm probably not gonna have good sleep tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, you uh, you should probably you should probably take something so you can sleep better. I might have to do that. You know what? You just gave me an idea. Yeah. So instead of like a waterfall of water, what if there was an aloe fall? So like it was just mm-hmm. like a con- and so like what you would do, there'd be like 
like an inflatable something on the other side and yeah. you just dive through it and yeah. uh and just like coats you all all over that would be that. a that would be a thing for money let's like, i kind of want to come up with some crazy ideas tonight <laughs> uh so there, there might be some takeaways here yeah all right uh an aloe fall at the beach aloe you would need like 55 it. gallon drums of aloe yeah, yeah. and it would be, need to be recycled re recycled um recirculating so yeah, like there would need to be out. like a little drain in the bottom yeah. and yeah. brought back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that doing weird and crazy ideas like brainstorming like that is a good way to come up with legit, actual, useful sidekicks. So it's not necessarily a bad idea. And it also works at work, like at your regular job. Like, we'll try to figure out. From like let's say A to B in like a piece of conduit or whatever, right? And I'm like, dumb idea, and just like kind of take it to the extreme. Like, let's yeah. do this, and it's like it would work, but it's absolutely insane. Like, but again, it would work. So is it mm -hmm. that is it that crazy? And then yeah. usually my boss has like some version or completely scraps that idea and we do something completely different or we just like you know what let's do about half of what you said and modify it so that it's not so insane <laughs> so brainstorming works yeah i mean you, you, like you brainstorm. um how about you uh oh yeah we're doing still doing personal events i was like i got another thing um uh, so I was up, Milo and I, my, my oldest, went up to the Ronald McDonald house this weekend to spend time with Katie and to see uh, baby Lila. And okay. it was a really good weekend. Uh, good. good quality family time. Like by like 10 a.m., 11 a.m. on Saturday, like my wife and I were just like in tears laughing so much about, I don't even know, something silly Milo was doing or something. And, um, and by like, Katie's there all the time by herself. And she goes, I forgot what it was like to laugh or something. And I was like, Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> like, or, uh, she just, she just really needed it. And then it was also good that, um, Lila made good progress eating on her on her own um, without the need of a feeding tube, like oh. the like the NG tube uh, this weekend. Yeah, and so we're making good good strides there. And um, the end just keeps getting closer. We just don't know when it is. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Are they still talking about surgery. Uh, so they did this. Uh, they did the surgery last week. Oh, on Tuesday. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. So that was that was a whole thing in and of itself. I, I forgot what what day it is and everything uh, <laughs> today. So late. So after this last week, Katie is like, hey, the ENT was here and. Um, and he's like, yeah, we, we should do surgery probably as early as Thursday. And I'm like, oh, wow, Thursday. OK. Okay, got it. And uh, I go to work on Tuesday, and she calls me at like 9 a.m. And she goes, hey, uh, doctor called or surgeon called. It's going to be today at 4. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? 
Wow. And so I, I told, I didn't even have time to tell my parents uh, that she was even having surgery because I, you know, found out late the night before. And yeah. and so like I, and they were, of course, in separate areas. And so like I called my mom. I'm like, hey, got news. It's not bad, but it is urgent. And same thing to my dad. And uh, surgery went really well. The um, in and out in 45 minutes. Wow. So like, okay. so like the uh surgery deals with the epiglottis which is the little u-shaped here i am u-shaped thing well it's not supposed to be u-shaped but it's a flap that goes over your airway and hers is very dished when it should be flat and there's these like bands i don't know how they go but there's these bands that go over the epiglottis and it it there's they're providing tension on the epiglottis and so what they do is they go down the throat with the little laser and cut those bands to release tension and it released some tension right away which is a good sign and once she came out of her like mini coma from the anesthesia uh she was like breathing like she she sounded better breathing on her own she didn't have like this this strider or like kind of like a wheezing but not really um thing and and so they've just been kind of like working on the bottle feeding and this weekend she just like rocked it um yay yeah yeah so it was it was a good good weekend yeah yeah i remember the stress and anxiety i've shared i think i've shared with you before when my daughter had open heart surgery at six months old six month birthday and uh, she had open heart surgery and how intense that was. And yeah, we stayed at the Ronald McDonald house and all that. Um, and, uh, you know, just in and out, it was like no time at all. And, uh, and uh, the, the surgeon was one of the best in the region and everything went smoothly. So, you know, open heart surgery, we're like, ah, and it yeah. just, it's just fine. Just fine. Today, she had a cardiac uh update a few weeks ago and the doctor said no problems awesome yeah they got it fixed yeah i can't imagine something as serious as open heart surgery on a six-month-old and like it was like we have it like all things considered katie and i have it very easy like our baby is pretty healthy she just needs a little help and like we know we're gonna get out of here like it's all yeah pretty positive where yeah. like the other people in the Ronald McDonald house and NICU in general not so positive or it's very mm, I don't know and right. so it's like yeah yes I'm- like it's all relative like we have like our own like stresses or whatever but like in comparison it's like it's almost like we're in e- we're on easy street. You're on the so easy, super, yeah. Super blast, super blast. Right, yeah, yeah. If of all the things to have to be in there for, that's not a bad one. For sure. Minor surgery and yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Excellent, good news. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, let's let's get into get into some weird jobs. I was trying to think of all the weird jobs I've done. I've like. <sighs> There was there was two that came to mind. Okay. So the first one is really stupid, and I bet on the Wayback Machine you could still find the website. So my buddy and I 
started RROD Solutions, Red Ring of Death Solutions. So we would buy uh, all. That's not, that's not stupid. I know what you're. I know where you're going with this one. Go ahead. We would buy uh, red, like red ringed Xbox 360s. Yeah. And try to fix them. Yeah. And we fixed one or two using some method. Got parts off of eBay to do this thing, and it did work temporarily. Oh. <laughs> it's the problem. Oh. So mine, like mine, got junked, and so we fixed it his got junked and we fixed it and we're like we could flip we could flip xbox 360s right yeah yeah um and so the problem is is that mine worked for about a month mm. and then like it started going bad again and so we would like have to fix it again uh, and then it lasted for about a week ooh. and then i know and so i uh after after we had to like fix the same one or two like on the like third time i'm like i'm i'm out i'm not even trying this anymore like right. we're working with junk hardware like there is no fix for that other than complete like you know uh what do they call that like like backwards engineering the yeah. Uh, yeah yeah uh the whole thing you know thing. and making your own PCBs or whatever. And yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, and so I, what, what it blew my mind after <laughs> looking into it a little bit more is the failure rate of the Xbox 360. I thought it was like one in four, yeah. maybe, maybe 50%. Do you have any idea what it actually is? Uh, no, I don't. And we had a 360, and it didn't fail in that with the red ring. So I, I know it can't. At least in one is, you know, at least one of them was okay. So what is it, what was the failure failure rate? I saw it as high as like 74 percent. No joke. And um, I was like. How is it that something could fail so bad? <clears throat> I, yeah. I'm seeing another report here uh, of 54 percent. So that's still high. I don't know yeah. how something could fail so bad, and there isn't a class action lawsuit that follows it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's like, a good question. Yeah, that's a three hundred ninety nine dollars system. Yeah, in like yeah. two thousand five money or whatever that was. Right. Nine maybe. Like, yeah. I do not know. Here we go. This this the fifty four percent is from twenty twelve. So, whatever, two thousand ten ish. Um, that's insane. That is probably because it's Microsoft. Like, what are you gonna do? But like, yeah. you know, there's class action lawsuits against Ford and GM and whatever. So like, so outrageous that people should get their money back for a. Yeah. I mean that's a bad deal, but whatever. Anyways, that was that was just one of my uh, one of my attempts at making making some money that didn't work. Looking for uh, I'm, I'm looking your videos chopping up, and I'm looking to see if it's you or me. It's probably me. I got crap internet. Okay, uh, yeah, my internet's clean and green, so it's not me. Um, all right. Yeah, but anyway, I was going to say about your your project. Um, I wouldn't say that's stupid, and definitely not weird. Uh, you were onto something, 
and you start to think of in those in that direction in life and then sooner or later you can get the right uh, combination but you're onto something you know if you had a fix that actually would work and you can make make a a, a, a as you work as you start to get the practice with it and get your um, your labor down your labor costs low your, your time invested low and find the right price for it you could have made some good good uh, spin with that one, so yeah it it was the thing the the basis was there but um just wasn't gonna just wasn't gonna work and that's okay i found uh i found the old website ah. <laughs> if you're here you're frustrated here at rr i don't know red ring death solutions I apparently we are fully understand that we were once victims ourselves that's why we're going to work hard to get your xbox 360 right back to you <laughs> that's not bad that's not bad i mean it's very dated looking today but Oh yeah, this is uh, 2011, the, I think. Yep, 2011. Yeah, but the oh. but the uh, your your copy is 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 good. I mean, I, I'm not an, uh, by no means a uh, web marketing expert. I need I need to get in touch with a web marketing expert. But uh, that that struck me right away as something like you're immediately talking to the person's problems. And they don't care about your features and your benefits, and they don't care about your what you offer and your 800 services. They care about their problem, and that's what they're looking at you for. I didn't even so. think about that. I did not put that much uh, that much <laughs> thought into writing that up. So, yeah, yeah. and and, and that's um, and that's how you find those those niche uh, specialties. That, you know, what are the things that people are complaining about? My my red ring of dip my my Xbox 360 is freaking dying, and I just bought it three months ago, and I didn't get enough the value out of it. And that's what people on the forums are complaining about. And so you take yeah. those forums or you take those uh, those complaints that people have, and you find the commonality, and that's where you're looking for those those business opportunities. So yeah, it's a good one. Thanks. You got. I, I was thinking we could just go uh, go back and forth a little bit instead of me yeah. just like uh, weird jobs. I I've not done weird jobs. Uh, my my whole world's been pretty much centered around IT since 1997. But one thing that stands out is I tried to do um, something that, looking back, if I would have tweaked the business model, I maybe could have made it work. And I went out there and I found ugly websites just horrible ugly websites and i copied their content to my own website but made it look a whole lot better sure i would have and then i approached the the business owner and said hey i updated your website here's the new website what do you think um the problems with that model are one i had to, i did a bunch of work up front without even getting paid or even the possibility of getting paid uh, I would have instead uh, done a like a Photoshop single page. Right. Sure. Yeah. I would have used a template, so I'm not having to re reinvent the wheel every time. I would have just used a standard template. Uh, and I was search. I, I was cold emailing, cold calling people who don't know that they have a problem, 
who don't think that they have a problem. Sure. They're not coming to me saying, hey, my website looks terrible and I need help with it. I'm coming to them saying, hey, your website looks terrible. <laughs> and so, you know, that business model. Yeah. So that, that, that was not a good business model, but I think I was on the right track with it. But looking back, I would have done things very differently. You know what? That's like, not that's not terrible. Uh, my my younger brother worked for a company. I think it's called Site Improve. Okay. That's basically what they did. Um, well, they had a lot of stuff, but um, one of the things, and they also had a web crawler to do it for them. Uh, they would they, their tool would go in and find broken links. And okay. they they would one of my my brother was one of the like kind of like telemarketer but more like not trying to sell you like BS but like an actual thing like hey you know I'm with Site Improve blah here's what we do we ran a web qual web crawler and found like 86 broken links on your website we can fix all this for you with this package or this package if you go blah 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 so like again right track yeah they didn't know they didn't know they had broken links yeah yeah so that's, like that's a good that's a better way of approaching it you know I, i'm coming up to somebody hey your website looks ugly <laughs> it's and, like telling someone hey your kid is ugly yeah yeah i was bad I, I had the bad start with it and never got any bites on it. And I think I did too. And it's a lot of legwork doing it that yeah. way too. But yeah. what else are you going to do? But I bet you also like you got through the exercise of building websites pretty quick. I did. I did. And I thought that the, that the work I put into the ones I did looked, you know, pretty good. So uh, I'm certainly no designer. Uh, that's where I was. Uh, that's not my thing. It's not my niche. So I, I'm glad I stepped out of it and, and, sure. and went back in a different direction. Uh, but, um, yeah, little side gigs I've had were things like worked for a guy, uh, with his own, he had two servers and I supported his servers and made sure they stayed online. Uh, customers helped customers build, build their website. So I did, I built a few websites. Um, I'll go around town and I'll see a company. Oh, I worked on your website. Um, uh, so I did a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but mostly it stuff. Uh, so nothing truly weird that I, that comes to mind. Um, Dunkin' Donuts years ago when I was just getting started, but that's not really all that weird. Uh, and, and put on 50 pounds eating the donuts. <laughs> I was awful. Did you get paid in donuts, Christopher? Oh man. I was like, I was like, have a donut here and I'm going to have me, uh, make me a sandwich with uh, with bacon and sausage and egg and and yeah you know, i was oh man <laughs> nice yeah i like the sausage bacon and egg oh man it was that a part great, would be worth it it was a stacked sandwich you should I have put, done sausage patty egg bacon sausage patty that's more oh, carnivore man. oh it was it was you know on a on a uh, on a um, bagel so it was now, like a, skip the bagel <laughs> yeah um and so i haven't done anything weird uh but i know i would if i had to because you know you do what you have to for the family so mm -hmm. yeah, I, would if I had to uh 
yeah, I can't think of anything else I would do. I have done that's that's truly weird and extraordinary. Uh, drove around, worked for a bank, and drove um, from site to site, replacing their routers at their uh, doing an upgrade. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Me, I took my wife with me sometimes, and we went, you know, uh, throughout the southeast Alabama and stayed in hotels. And we had no kids at the time, so uh, and I got to go walk behind uh, bank branch. Uh, doors and night and being a bank, a bank and that. that was fun. It's neat. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of you, like, I think you prefaced this, but like a lot of your stuff is was very structured. Like there wasn't much up until Secure Farm. There hasn't yeah. been a lot of like entrepreneurial whatever. No, that's not true. Actually, it's, um, in 2006, uh, I decided to try to strike out on a on a uh a side that's not my first side venture i did i did try to be a consultant on the side uh teach people computers and, and do uh you know home visits and things hmm. um i had a coupon on a radio and i had over a hundred house visits where i drive to their house and almost always it was my computer's slow and almost always that was two things. They didn't have enough RAM in their computer and they had malware, they had viruses and things. And so almost always that was the fix was to recommend some new RAM for 30 bucks or something and right. uh, run malware scanners and their computers run like a dream. And that was a lot of fun. I got to meet a lot of people, talk to a lot of people, but man, it, I was burning the candle. Uh, at both ends, and I mentioned, you know, in the first interview that the, that chronic, chronic fatigue it came on just after that. I think mm. I just pushed myself just way too hard, and and, and crashed for years and, and years. But it was it was an attempt to do um, a side consultancy, and uh, I nearly picked up a business. I had interviewed with the guy to do the business, and do their backups and things like that. That would have been a nice monthly. Uh, you know, stipend coming in and they changed their mind. So uh, you know, I'm mm. glad they did because I think if I was to try to have done uh, that, worked on that, you know, made that commitment, I'm going to, yes, I'm going to serve you with your backups and your, in your business and everything. And, and then all of a sudden be crashing from fatigue. I, I, I would have just never forgiven myself for, for doing that. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, th that was a uh, an attempt to try to do it, and it was just way too much hands-on. I took a step back and said, if I'm going to do anything like this again, it needs to be more uh, building up a residual income that constantly flows in. I do work once, and then it pays for itself again. Right. Yeah. yeah. I had a follow-up question. I don't remember what it was. Um. The other odd one that I tried to do, I met a I met a buddy through school when like before I dropped out in uh, technical college. We would just work on like projects, uh, to, like electrical or like electronic projects together. And I got the idea of he he wanted to do. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I forgot about this. Uh, I was going to bring up one of the projects and then I completely forgot about the one that we actually launched a Kickstarter on. Uh, let me see if I can find it. 
Uh, you got a Kickstarter on you for you. Um. So. Okay, so the first project, first. This is probably the first one that we that we worked on. Okay, so so you know those labyrinth games that are like little tabletop. Yeah. And they're like maybe like eight by eight or something like that, and they got a knob on one side and a knob on yeah. the other, so like it tilts the deck, and you got to make the ball go through the yeah. thing, maze cool. and holes and blah blah blah. Yeah. So we wanted to do a like a arcade style version of that game, where yeah. I don't remember how we were going to get it to con- like do the controls. I thought we were going to do it electronically, but now that I think about it, it would have been way easier to just do it mechanically like the stupid little toy you can buy for 10 bucks yeah but we went as far as like on ebay i bought a um a dollar bill like feeder thingy so like you put a dollar in and like there's like a whole like case in the back that just stacks up all the bills and so like we he he figured out like okay one dollar like it like he, he kind of like reverse engineered it and you know okay this is what it reads in the code when you put in a dollar what does a five dollar bill look like and da, da 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 so we had like we were playing around with that and then i had made the tabletop part and i think what the other problem was that i made it too hard like it was really difficult i mean like mm. if you were to get past the first uh <laughs> the first hole you were doing good <laughs> and there was like i don't know 40 of them and uh okay so there was there was an issue with that there was uh there was an issue of getting the getting the um the game to recognize when the ball was like fell through the hole we were talking about doing the context contact sensors between the holes um now that i think about it there almost should have been like a little plate in the bottom or some sort of like sensor to like when the when the steel ball bearing dropped it recognized that it was like a knock and it like triggered like okay send up a new ball and then there was another that was the other thing about the mechanics of like okay do we have like this little like have like a little robot arm that like swings the ball brain here this way it like swings up and dumps the ball and feeds the game again just to, like it does it automatically like there was like a whole mechanics aspect of that and it just all all these little things got too complicated and we were just like more like dinking around on the side but we yeah. my cousin's husband like like service like hit the company that he worked for he was like number two in this company um he serviced you know arcade games in bars and so he like that that was kind of like my contact to actually put a game in a bar and he said like yeah i probably have a couple bar owners that would be interested in putting like a different kind of game in their bar and it just i was I'm, I was like the Steve Jobs where I just come up with the idea and he was the Wozniak. And so like, that yeah. wasn't, that wasn't very fair. I'm like, I'm not a good coder whatsoever. And, but I was just like, Hey, what about me? Right. And, um, and so it was just, 
uh, we, it, we, it just all just kind of like fell apart. Um, it was a good, it was pretty, a good start, and, and, it, and it fell apart. It was fun to dink around with it. Oh my yeah. gosh! Uh, I, I, we have it's still on YouTube. Uh, we, oh, we have a, we have a. Okay, let's see, let's see if I can share this video. I have no idea if this is actually going to work. Share screen. This one. Let me let me know if it uh, share system audio. Share. Okay. Let's let's see if if this works. Looks good. Hi, I'm John, and I'm Matt. We're lifetime electronics hobbies. Is this working? Can you hear this? Yeah. Okay. It's an open source advocates. One introduced. I paid five hundred dollars for these tables. We're very close to shipping, but we need your help. By backing our product, you'll be helping with manufacturing and product compliant costs. Our game is like table tennis, but the ball is made of light and gameplay occurs in just one dimension. Here you see player one serving the ball to player two. Player two can return the ball at any time by pressing his button, as long as the ball has crossed the halfway mark. If player two tries to return the ball before the halfway mark, player two loses his turn. The closer that player two allows the ball to get to his goal before returning the serve, faster the serve is returned. This way, risk is rewarded, which makes gameplay more exciting. Once either player has scored seven points, that player wins the round and a celebration sequence is displayed on the game board. Then the ball is returned to the winner to start a new round. These rules make for a fun gameplay experience. What if you thought of a different set of rules and wanted to implement them on the game? You're in luck because you're able to plug the game into your computer and upload games that you create. Programming the game requires a small circuit that is included in one of the pledges or can be purchased on the internet. The game uses an Arduino-compatible microcontroller, which means that programming and uploading new games is a snap. Arduino compatibility also makes it a great platform for learning or teaching embedded programming. We have multiple pledge levels. In one of the pledge levels, you'll receive a fully assembled half-meter version of the game. The next level is the maker level. You can assemble the game yourself. The level after that, you will receive a fully assembled version of the game. The maximum pledge level includes a fully assembled one minute version of the game and a program. We've come a long way and we're very excited about this project. Thank you for watching our video. It's <laughs> actually kind of neat. And did you actually, uh, you never finished that? Uh, it did not get funded 100%. Okay. So. Um, we, we were, we were asking for, I think it was like $20,000, like to, to have it funded. It was cause it was a lot of work to make the things like we, we were working out of his garage. Yeah. I can't believe what year was this? 2014. Okay. Um, we were working out of his garage, and we we just bought like some like Home Depot wood to like you know do the prototypes and whatever, and we timed ourselves like how fast we could make one, and then like okay, it takes this long to just cut all the wood, router the pieces, um, and then like okay, and then I try to get like a better a better source of wood so we could just like 
okay, what if we had to make a thousand units? Like, what would that look like? Yeah. Um, and that, like that, I, I should have just dumped that guy and went with somebody else because he was a pain in the ass to get a hold of, if I remember. <laughs> and uh, oh, man, it was it just it just didn't uh, it didn't get funded. We gave we gave one or two or like three of them away, like 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 on Reddit. Um, it didn't get funded, and then oh man, now I remember the blunder. It failed spectacularly because uh, so we got a bunch of so people could submit their email and 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 to enter a chance to potentially get some like get one for free, and we did give one or two away through the thing, and on a follow up email, I wasn't using like. Uh, like Mailchimp or anything like that. I was just doing it through through Gmail. Okay. We had we had a, like almost a thousand emails, and and on the first, I was like, "Hey, we gave away the things. Sorry, but if you want one for purchase, even though the Kickstarter isn't whatever, um, like it's it didn't get funded. Here's where you can go and buy a thing. I um." I put it all in B, in the BBC line. I intentionally put it in the BBC, all the emails. And Gmail's like, you have a 500 email list limit. Okay. Select them all, delete, copy roughly half, put them in, hit send. I didn't put it in BBC. Oh, Whoa. Immediately, immediately people are replying. They're like, what the F, blah, blah, blah. Doo, doo. Like, I oh. like, I had like a mini panic attack. I'm like, oh my. And like, you don't get screw ups like that. You don't, they just yeah. like, you do something like that, you're done. Mm. You're just done. And I, I like texted my buddy. I'm like, you gotta like, put up like a follow-up email. Like, I feel like I'm going to throw up and, uh, and people are just like, I am so pissed off. Like we all should get free, blah, 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 because you blah, blah, blah. And like, people are like, find like finding me like on my like personal Reddit account at the time. Like, dude, I'm like seriously pissed. Like, like, and Uh, no, you, you, you could have recovered from that. And probably, the way you could have recovered from that would have been a very big challenge because you would have had to st- probably had to start over with a brand new mailing list. But I think you could have and a new know, name. Yeah, new name. I don't, I don't know, but a new mailing list for sure. Um, that's 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 a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah. Man, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. So Man, you, you the lesson learned, and you do it. So. Um, we talked about brainstorming weird ideas. We talked about um, finding the pain that people are having. And we talked about <clears throat> Kickstarter. When, when you when you say Kickstarter, that jogged my memory because uh, one of the things I've learned in, in trying to start my own business, my own side gig, is to know whether you have product market fit. And Kickstarter is a good way to know whether you have product market fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, if and it's an excellent way to, when you set a goal, you say, I'm not going to sell this thing until I reach this goal. 
that tells you that if people are willing to open their wallets for something that doesn't even exist yet, then if you can meet that funding goal, you probably have an idea that's worth pursuing. Um, in my own situation, I wanted to do something like that, but I had I, I came into this project knowing only about five to ten percent of all I needed to know, and I hit so many roadblocks and barriers that I didn't feel at all comfortable doing something like a Kickstarter where I would be endlessly promising this thing. Hey, right. yeah, it's it's because it's taken me so long to get to where I'm at now. Uh, the next one, though, I am seriously thinking about doing a Kickstarter to know to gauge the the product market fit. The other for secure coop, yeah, not for secure coop for something other that would maybe use the same core. Uh, because now that I've got that core developed, I can take it and, and change the accessory and change the add-on. You kind of have like proof of work. Yeah. Look, look at this. Yeah. We got this additional thing that yeah. works with this thing. Like, exactly. You know what I'm capable of. Now yeah. here's this. Yeah, now here's this. That's a good and that's a good way to do it. And then I won't have as much of a um, uh, a wait time to make it happen. Um, the uh, the other thing I got I've got to figure out is marketing. You had more, <laughs> way more uh, email uh, users on your list than I did. So uh, I got social media helps a lot. Just like if you give people a chance to win a thing that's okay. halfway cool um, okay yeah i might do that i yeah. mean either just like blasted it across like reddit and imager and i don't know what else i was on at the time but those those are the two i was really big in um yeah i've got a reddit account and i just don't use it i don't um, any anymore it, it went to crap pretty pretty uh <laughs> pretty good yeah like in the last couple of years Okay, Reddit did. I, I think so. I think it's a dumpster fire. But people say that about Twitter, too. And I actually yeah. have found, like, this really cool pocket of, okay. um, of people on Twitter. And that's where, like, 75% of my, like, interviews come from. So, hmm. oh, it's all what you make it, I guess. I guess so. I, I'm out of Twitter now because... Um, because of the censorship, I just have no interest in being there, you know, and uh, and 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 say something stupid. I I, I quit using my Facebook. And I love I love Facebook. I really do. Really enjoyed it. I get a, a lot of good content there. Great friends, people I know, talking regularly. But I put something. I put up a, a meme that was not at all uh, uh, a problem, at, you know, as far as censorship goes. They flagged it anyway. I appealed, and they apologized. Said yes, we were wrong in flagging this account, but my account was still locked. They they were wrong, and I my account was still locked. And I said, "All right, that's it. That's I'm done." Because you can easily, you know, I, I'm tying my business into this. I got a business page. I cannot risk putting up some something that's a little bit spicier that would right. get flagged. And I said, "No, I'm done." So, so I, I, I'm, I'm all, I'm more in on Mingui now. But uh, so you, you, you're, you're finding success on Twitter, okay? I'm finding a lot of success on Twitter, and yeah. I honestly have considered going back to Facebook just to <clears throat> promote Farm Hop Life more. Oh yeah, okay. Because 
Cause like, so Padres here. How's it going, dude? Good. How y'all doing? Good, man. Um, I think he's meant like in our chats, uh, like DMs and stuff. Like he actually does pretty well, uh, and uh, a couple guys that have been on here before do pretty well on Facebook. And um, got me thinking, like, man, maybe I shouldn't just write off Facebook for being dumb old Facebook. Like, there's still a billion users there. I want to clarify that uh, my wife does everything on Facebook. Good for you. I'm trying to rope well, my wife into Facebook. I, I stay I stay suspended quite a bit on Facebook. <laughs> it's a badge of honor now. Yeah. I, I, have, I have a rap sheet. I screenshot it posted on Twitter the other day. I got like eight violations now. Nice. So, um, so Padre, we're just talking about some like uh, weird stuff we've we've done for for like income, whether it be like a weird job, but leaning more to like you know something you tried to do for money. Uh, you're in. You got a lot of stuff going on that you try to do for money. Um, tell us, tell us about some of it. Um, well, I have my weekly market booth. Uh, two, we have two booths actually. Nice. Um. I'm a beekeeper, so I also do uh, uh, wild swarm and hive removals from people's homes. I didn't know that. I have gone and built chicken coops. I have built fences. I have built. I've, I've built a wheelchair ramp on someone's house. So uh, there, there's not the many. Do what? Did you put all the bees from your bee removal under the wheelchair ramp? Nope. They go to my house. Just, just checking. You got to put them somewhere. That, that honey's liquid gold. They, they all come back to my place. But there, there's not many jobs I won't turn down. Um, sure. I won't turn down for money. It's uh, I, I got, I have Gumroad courses. I have eBooks. I have published books. Uh, I've done all kinds of different things. I'm actually working on a uh, Gumroad homesteading course right now. I'm, oh, I am. Nice. It's gonna be a six. Week, it's gonna be a six week long class. I'm I'm about on week four, right now. Is that for uh, Rizoma Field School? No, what I do for her is completely different. Um, ah, okay. So so her the way she has it set up is um it's uh the first one was a twelve week class. This last one was an eight week class, and she has mentors, which I'm a mentor. I'm there every week to help answer questions and, and walk students through things. And then uh, she has a lecture every week. The lecture is on something specific. I, I'm her garden guy. So uh, my lecture every week is on plants. Or, or not every week. The week that I do my lecture is usually on plants, uh, water con conservation, things like that. But uh, this, this is going to be a six-week course. It's going to cover everything from... Uh, which what I teach on hers will also be in my course also. So, okay, so you get to double dip a little bit of the content. Nice. Yeah, I mean it's it's my content. I got rights to it. So. Well, yeah, yeah. Why not? Um, that's super cool, dude. Uh, I I'd like to. Uh, what are any idea what you're gonna sell it for? Uh, right now I'm looking at about six hundred dollars. I'm thinking that's going to be a nice, nice when that's done. Uh, Rizoma charges fifteen to two thousand, fifteen hundred to two thousand. Dang. Uh, 
I was going to say, I'd like to buy it. And I still would like to buy it just to be like, hey, I checked this thing out and uh, it's pretty cool. You should go support him. And no, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I might I might slide you in there for free just so you can promote it. Thanks. Uh, no. Yeah, there it's going to Go ahead. I was going to say, we're going to do everything from uh, running a small business, which we're talking about right now, to uh, uh, garden stuff right now. I'm working on, um, right now I'm working on soap making um, and uh, home cleaners, making it all yourself, getting getting the toxins and chemicals out of your house. So that's the part of the course I'm at right now. Dude, nice. Yeah. I, I didn't know you were working on that. That's awesome. Yeah, I haven't. Th- this is actually the first broadcast notice of this. I haven't told anybody about it. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Is it, is it a lot of work? It sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, putting together, uh, right now I'm just doing the slideshows. Once I get done with those, I have to go over, go back and do the voiceover and actually give the lecture during the slideshow that people are going to be watching there in the class. Sure. Do you and do it I'm live cool. or is it just all like pre-recorded, press play at your own it's pace? Good. It's going to be pre-recorded at your own pace. There's going to be assignments. There's going to be homework. Uh, just to kind of help you move along in the process should you choose to do that. Uh, I tried doing live classes about a year ago. I didn't get any sign-ups for it. Or people that were interested, they could, you know, there was all different dates and different times, and I was going up doing like 12 classes in, in a week instead of getting everybody together on like a, a Thursday night at, at 6 p.m., you know. So that kind of fell through. So I'm just doing the pre-recorded route this time. When are you hoping to release it? Hopefully in the next two to three weeks. Damn, that's pretty soon. Chris, do you think you can match that? Uh, <laughs> no. What's what's your niche there? What do you what do you uh, six hundred dollars for a homesteading course? That's a that's a, it seems to me like a high um, starting cost. But uh, if there's something that is extremely appealing, like if it was a permaculture certificate, that kind of thing, you could see. Six hundred dollars for that. What's what's the uh, what's the niche that you're coming in with that? Uh, this, like, where this do a, you get off? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No. This is this is a beginner's. You know, this is going to teach you how to go from the beginning. Is is pretty much like my ebook for some somebody that's never touched dirt before. You know, it's broken down from the very beginning, and I'm going to offer contact with me. They're going to be able to text me. We're going to build a FaceTime uh, yeah. once a week. Um, that can be at their discretion if they're working on a project around their yard, uh, building a, 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 a grow box or whatever. Uh, they can FaceTime me during, and I will sit there with them, and I'll, I will go through things and chat with them and give them advice. Yeah. So they'll be they'll be live access to me on top of the pre-recorded material. That's a lot of value right there. Yeah. I think a lot of us, like homesteaders, should hijack OnlyFans for gardening. Uh, <laughs> tips and content and whatever so like if you want hot and heavy gardening hit up uh padre homestead yeah i i attempted to open an only fans a year ago oh man <laughs> it was going to be all my tobacco pipes it was, was going to be like pipe porn i got i got through the first two uh verifications and i and they didn't they wouldn't pass me on the third one so, oh boo how do I find uh, your your ebook and Gumroad stuff? Um, I have to send you the link. I have to look it up. 
because right, I was like on your I was on your website and I was like I don't see. Yeah, it was it was thing. all on my profile, but I got doxxed earlier this year, so uh, I ended up taking all that down. Like, I mean, how is that different than like doxing? How like like with your like home address and stuff? Oh or, yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, my my business information, everything. Huh. Well, hopefully um, that doesn't happen from the interview we did a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it's uh, like I said, it's, I'm actually I'm not hard to find if you really want to look for me. Sure. But uh, I just made it harder to find. Like you're actually gonna have to put some effort into it. And uh, eventually, once all that blows over, which it seems like it pretty much has, I'll, I'll start putting that information back out there again. Are you still dealing with crap from that, or is it pretty um, much gone? No, I haven't now in probably a month, month and a half since my last uh, death threat or really bad uh, message. Uh, you know, I had my uh, I had my wife and daughter threatened, and and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty rough. And it was over something really stupid, like I really didn't have any part of. So I, I was, was going to say, what what warranted a death threat? Um, do y'all remember uh, Roman McClay? And the sanction books it was real popular a couple of years ago on Twitter. I mean, the guy the guy wrote three books, and and the 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 thinnest book is six hundred and sixty six pages. And that was his last book. His first one was like a thousand some pages, and it was this 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 fan this really bloody fantasy fiction book. Um. Anyway, he lived out his book. If y'all remember the shooter in Denver, Colorado, right after Christmas last year, uh, that was Roman McClay. He killed the people that he named in his books. Wow. And um, so anybody that had ever been friends with him or talked with him on Twitter got doxxed. On I mean, there's a whole this guy in Germany put out this whole um, crowdfunded page with thousands of names. Wow. And uh, I hadn't spoken to the guy in over a year before he went stupid and did that crap but uh anyway my name got on that list and and it was not fun for a little while weird that is so wow. weird yikes yeah uh, well, so you, is it you know, sanction you know, is that is that what you said author of sanction yeah sanction the book gotcha okay yeah, when he did what he did, it got pulled from Amazon. It got pulled from everywhere that book was sold. And his website got taken down by the host. And... It's intense. Weird. Uh, yeah. Weird. Uh, that took a weird turn. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> no, no that, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a living example of, can, of cancel culture. <laughs> wow. I guess so. Well, I, got, I, got, I got doxxed, and they tried to cancel me over somebody i hadn't talked to over a year because they did something stupid can i ask what what was your affiliation with them even like just like just just like exchange like a tweet like nice meet. yeah i followed him on twitter he followed me on twitter he retweeted some of my stuff i retweeted some of his stuff um that that was it that was the only connection and and you're and you're wondering why i'm not on twitter <laughs> well, I, th I think it's pretty much any social media but, uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's it's getting awful. Huh. It's getting, yeah. So like yeah, uh, uh, like uh, my business has a Twitter page. I am not connected to that Twitter page whatsoever. Hmm. So it's uh, 
Yeah, I, I separated myself. Facebook, the reason my wife does everything is because I stay in trouble. I, I make a lot of people mad. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Even though I, we, we discussed uh, your real name and your homestead website and all that. And yeah, uh, I'm not, you know, the, the, the biggest mistake anyone can make would be actually to show up here. I hear that a lot of my guests that stay relatively anonymous. Like, yes, but they can ruin your life from half the world away. So what what are they going to do? Fire me from my job? That's true. I I work for myself. So, I mean, they can can Um, call me and complain about me all they want to, but I'm not going to do anything about me. So here's a, here's another side thing that uh, is tying that is tying Padre and I together. He's working on some designs for me. Well, he's actually done the designs. I am working with uh, five. I haven't announced it yet. And this isn't even a formal announcement. This is just like, hey, we're talking about weird jobs we've done for money or, you know, things. Money doesn't even have to be weird. Just like, what have we tried to do for money or something? Um. I'm working with five people that I have interviewed to produce something of value. And I'm just going to say that much for right now. Next, uh, well, I guess it's already August. Probably in a couple of weeks, I'll have something more ready to announce. So it's it's been pretty cool. And uh, we've made a lot of cool stuff so far already. So. Excellent. So, yeah, Chris, Paul, Paul Wheaton kind of a thing with his labs. No, and <laughs> no, it's something way simpler. Um, and I'm just going to leave it at that. It's simple, right. but it's going to be fun. And hopefully, I, I believe that it's going to do very well. Um, so Chris, this is a good opportunity for you to uh, plug your yeah. plug what you're currently doing and how hard you're working on it, and uh, <laughs> and I want to the dollar how much money you've already put into it. Oh gosh, oh man, I don't I'm have kidding. to the dollar. I'm gonna say it's like fifteen, twenty thousand. Um, oh, yeah, I did not uh, expect that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it was um, money spent on developer help. You know. Um, Hey, this is not working. I'm, I'm desperate here. I need your help. So, hiring some guys to help me with the with the uh, development. And so, I got the guy working on the app right now. Uh, some final tweaks. This things. Yeah, the farm farm hop life rocks coupons there. You get for secure coup. And so, I got got the uh, the developer in Germany is is. Um, working on the app to bring it home. I, I did most of the work on the app, but just hit some roadblocks with it and said, I need uh, a pro. Yeah, there it is. Yes. And, yep, yep. And uh, so um, I'd love to have an actual picture instead of that ugly mock-up, but, you know, that's what you get for right now. <laughs> um, you spent fifteen to $20,000 and you couldn't have a better mock-up? I know. Isn't I'm that kidding. embarrassing? I'm yeah, kidding. yeah, it, it'll happen. It'll happen. You should hire Padre to do something for you. <laughs> I've got a guy I know who's a video editor. He's going to do the, uh, the video for me. So, um, yeah, we're, we're going to get there. Yeah, I was heard on the Survival Podcast. I don't, that, 
I don't remember that. Look. Yep, that's the that's the recording. So, um, yeah, uh, so uh, that, that's coming along uh, right now. This week, I was doing um, the database backend to make sure that's super reliable, super, uh, you know, uh, failover and, re- and replication happens uh, one second failover. So, like, you make a change on the on the one database and it crashes. Everything up to that last second is immediately copied over to the other server. So uh, it's it's super reliable, super solid. I'm approaching this like a multi-million dollar uh, IT system, but I'm using that technology and those principles to protect the flock. So sure. that's why I can give a guarantee that if, if something happens to your flock that I don't warn you about and you lose your flock, I will replace your entire flock, up to 20 birds. So, yeah. What so, if I have two flocks of twenty each? You buy two secure coops. Get, I'll do two. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah. All right. Do I have to have them installed, or can they just be in my possession? Yeah, because I need to be able to tell you, hey, there was some problem. Okay. Yeah. I'm just so, trying to break the system somehow. And... It's not a magic talisman. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got to install it. You got to have the service going, and and then I. I warn you, hey, this this thing failed, and it's on you now to call up your neighbor. Na- you know, I'm out of town. Hey, my neighbor. Hey, Joe, can you go check the chickens? And and it's on you. But um, I warn you at least about it. And, and that's the goal I'm going for is to make sure that sure. you always know there's an issue. I know a guy in Florida that would be very interested in your product. Okay, I'm in Florida too. So let's let's talk. Um, I only know from Twitter. I know you're not on Twitter. <laughs> so yeah, I'll have to send you information. I got a Twitter account so I can ping you. Uh, I just don't use it. He's uh he's designing his very first coop, and he is a very, very technical person. He wants everything automated by computer, wired, from feeding to watering to coop doors to. Yeah. So that's, that's what uh, he's going for. <laughs> uh, Matt, you might know him. It's uh, Libertarian Democracy. Uh, I don't think I have come across him, but I am going to look for him now. Um, so, being respectful of time, uh, what do you guys want to wrap up on? Chris did, or uh, or Padre, either one of you have anything you wanted to wrap up on? Um. As far as you know, earning money, uh, that, that was the, the, the things I wanted to talk about was that that brainstorming, that looking for those problems, and that uh, trying to get uh, a proof of that, that of concept. There's a book called Lean Startup that goes over how to do a startup in a, in a uh, low cost. Uh, low effort kind of way. It's it's its approach is on software, but you, the principles can be applied to other kinds of businesses. So you don't have to put a button. You don't have to do like I do and make websites uh, for customers that never get sold. So you you start with a minimum viable product, and it's a super core, super small set of features just to solve the main problem, just to see 
if it will sell. So it's a good book. It's worth listening to, uh, listening to or reading, uh, audiobook or reading. So I'll I'll send you the link to that one. Yes, please do. Yeah. Um, Padre, I've got your private chat here. Uh, I'm gonna update the banner. And come on, let's go. Save, play the thing. There we go. Um, so, oh man, I totally forgot what I was gonna say about Padre's something, something or other. Um, I don't know, Padre. You came in late. What do you want? What do you want to wrap up on? I just want to, uh, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of your listeners do, but uh, just encourage people to buy from people like you, from Chris, from me. Uh, you're going to get better customer service. You're going to get better customer care. You know, if, if I if I mess up and send you the wrong thing, you get to keep it, and and I fix it and send you the right thing for free. You know, it's uh, and you know. As little guys, and that's what we are, we're little guys, we're trying to make it, we're trying to build something, you know, it, it's just, I think, more value for your dollar when you go to little guys versus the big guys, and, and that's my big encouragement. Yeah. Anybody who follows me on Twitter knows I'm all about local, small economy, and, um, you know, that includes nationwide homesteaders, I think I think we're building our own economy, even if it is digital, it's, it's still there, so, yeah, yeah, just encourage everybody to shop the small guys. I'm glad you said that because that's why I I like having this platform to have you guys on here. And if you if you show up, I will let you plug your stuff to your heart's content. Like get it out there, get that get it out there into the ether. Like Chris, even though you're not on Twitter, we're on Twitter Live right now. Like okay. people can like see you, see your face. Um, they can hunt you down if they want, uh, but yeah. they can also go to securecoop.com. Uh, and they could go to uh, smith-homestead.com and get uh, 10% off your entire order if you enter Farm Hop Life in the coupon code. So that's pretty neat. Um, well, I think I promised that on the last one, and uh, I've forgotten to tell you that I did it. <laughs> also, uh, if you look in the private chat, you, you wrote Farm Hope Life, and so I just uh, corrected it for you. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's farm hop on the on the website. Okay, cool. I appreciate you giving uh, giving out a discount. I'm gonna have to, have to buy some uh, some honey or some soap. And I think uh, Bowtie Farmer also has he 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 breaks about his honey all the time. So I, yeah, uh, me and me and him had a long conversation uh, about that. Did you? Yeah, I'm about to bring him some uh, competition because I mm. I haven't been selling honey online, but I'm about to begin. Nice. Are you gonna in include the comb like he does? Um, probably not. Okay. So, okay. Uh, his his is more raw, less filtered, and um, I, I generally filter mine a lot more. It's still not pasteurized or heat processed. It's still okay. raw, but uh, some people enjoy the more the more clarity in the honey. Right. They because of like some stigma or whatever. Yeah. Sure. Right. Sure. Um, what I remember, uh, I know we're kind of, we're kind of going a little long and this is the last thing I was going to wrap up on. And it, re Padre, it reminded, uh, you reminded me of it because you saw my video and commented, I put a video out on TikTok over the weekend saying like, you know, bot, like in order to get what it is that you want, 
you're gonna have to like hustle hard and come up with these weird out of the box ways to fund that which what you want. Like if you just grind at a regular job, you're gonna get there. It's gonna take time, like it's slow and steady, but the job might not always be there. Um, stuff's gonna knock you down. And it's also just not gonna be as fun <laughs> to uh, just come up with stuff on your own. And so I like, I just like, just I don't, like there, there is no grifting. Like if you do it with authenticity and integrity, it's not a grift unless you're authentically and integrally an a-hole, <laughs> then you're fine. So just go make your money however you want to make your money. Like if it's selling merch, if it's selling pictures of your feet, uh, if it's uh, coming up with your own brand of coffee, um, whatever, go get it. Uh, and so that's, I, 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 you reminded me of that, so. Excellent. And I'm logging into my barely used Twitter now, so I'm going to follow some people, and uh, I'll ask for the link, uh, Padre, for that um, great friend there. Chris, you have a whopping two followers. Oh, I brought it up to three. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I wasn't following you before. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, let's 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 go around again real quick. We got we got Chris. Chris, say your say your stuff. Yep, uh, securecoop.com. Use the coupon Farm Hop Life Rocks and get a coupon. I forget what it is. It's like twenty dollars or something. But that can be combined with other coupons if you're on the the Survival Podcast uh, member support grade. Uh, and if you get on the mailing list, there's a coupon as well. So, and if also if you get on the mailing list, get on it. I'm going to send you a free ebook on poop protection. Nice. Always, always good to have. Yeah. I'm taking notes. All right. Okay. I will, I will go, I will go next then. Um, whoops. That's not me. Where's me? Here I am. Uh, I am Matt DeRosier of A Farm Hop Life, a traveling homestead family. I do interviews every week and this men's forum every week. Uh, you can check us out. And our 20 by 23 project, uh, just go to farmhoplife.com slash 20x23. Going to hit up 20 homesteads next year. Help them out. Go ahead, Padre. All right, I'm Joseph Smith, Homestead Padre. Uh, Smith-Homestead.com is my website. I'm starting a blog on there if you want something to read in the meantime. we got a few articles already. Um, see Farm Hop Life at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Um, <clears throat> probably going to do something for uh, for Chris's too. If you buy from him, you'll get a little discount from me as well. But uh, yeah, oh, check me out on Twitter. Do what? We're stacking. Yeah, um, yeah. Ch check me out on Twitter at Padre Homestead. That's where I'm at most of the time. Uh, Chris, I think you reached out to my wife on Facebook. I did. Yeah, she told me about it, and I forgot about it until just right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well awesome. Uh, thank you both for being here, and uh, thank you everybody for listening. No idea what we're going to talk about next week, but we're going to figure it out. So until next week. See you later. See you later.